Welcome to the Contractor Success Map Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Hart, and I'm an expert on how you can get the most out of your contracting company. The reason I designed this show is to help you turn your contracting company from a people-dependent money pit into a process-dependent cash cow to have the freedom you dreamed of when you start your business. Every Friday, we're releasing podcasts with information to help you get the most out of your contracting company. Be sure to join us at www.contractorsuccessmap.com and subscribe to receive our latest articles and special offers. And the best part, it's all free, just for you. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. My name is Randall DeHart. I'm the host here at the Contractor Success Map Podcast. And today, we're blessed to have a guest. His name is Dave Negri. And Dave, welcome to the show. Hey, great. I'm glad to be here, Randall. I've uh, always had fun talking with you before, so this would be a blast. Oh, excellent. Dave, we're looking forward to it. Let me give the, the audience just a little bit of background. Dave has a, a wonderful um, quote. I'll take it right from him. And I quote, everything in life prepares us for now. Dave Negri. Is it Negri? Negri, that's good. Either way, as long as you spell the name right, when the check comes, I'm in great shape. Hey, now we're talking. That's yeah. good. <laughs> I don't care. I, I say as long as you spell the check right. Yeah. I love it. Well, Dave Negri, he's the founder of the Contractor Secret Weapon, and he has a marketing podcast, and frankly, it's unlike anything else available to contractors. He talks with marketing specialists across the board and gives concrete tips directly entirely toward the trades. Now, some of the topics that he covers includes the marketing, sales cycles, pricing, positioning, branding, and more. Just the other thing that he talks about is gone from the good, the bad, and the boring. He discusses what works for them and why it worked and why it might not work. And he has a really good phrase here, which I absolutely agree with. Good marketing is the key to having a very profitable business. That is so key. And basically, our podcast is called Success Map Podcast and because M is for marketing, A is for accounting, and P is production. So I'm a firm believer that marketing is the foundation of all the businesses out there. And if you're a contractor, and you will make a lot more money. You know how to do the work, but do you know how to market and get people to your door? So Dave, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to be where you are now? Cool, well, let's see, I've been in the painting industry, painting contractor uh, for ah, 30 years. And uh, it's been in 2008, so we slowed down the painting contracting business, went into the house, well, it was actually 2005. We started buying and selling houses that seemed to be pretty lucrative, you know, it's, uh, and we had, uh, and that's where I really learned the marketing business, the marketing aspect on how to get people to call me because, you know, we, we had bought in, you know, a few short years, 55 houses and we got people to call us, say, hey, will you, will you buy our house? Will you come take a look at it? And so that's how I got in, in interested and, and actually involved in the, uh, uh, direct response marketing aspect of how to get people to call you. So in 2008, when the market crashed and it was kind of uh, devastating to a lot of people, me too, because one day I was a millionaire and the next day I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And, yeah, and I can laugh about it now. Back then I'm going, uh, you know, but it, it, it is what it is. It's just, you know, uh, it's over with. And, and, you know, so I said, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So uh, I really did 
not want to go back into the uh, painting business, but I did because uh, I knew it. I knew the people. Uh, I, you know, I had, uh, and everyone's going in 2008. Well, why are you are you crazy, going back into the, the worst economy that we've ever had? You're going back into business, and I go, it's not. I'm the one that's in charge of my economy. It's not mm-hmm. the economy that's in charge of me. I'm in charge of my economy. So. You know, we've just gone through a, a really good stint of, you know, three or four years of buying houses, and we got people to call us. So well, why couldn't I put that same, uh, same those same principles into uh, the painting company or the painting business? And so I decided that. And I had a friend that uh, actually uh, had uh, I was in a mastermind with way back then before it was even popular. And uh, he had started a, a matter of fact, it was kind of funny because he had started the contractor secret weapon, which I took from him uh, years later. And, hmm. uh, and he had, uh, uh, and he had, uh, you know, was helping contractors do marketing, stuff like that. So I said, Brian, let me just buy your stuff. He said, okay. So I said, it'll save me a ton of time. I won't have to write anything. I won't have to do anything. So I got a lot of his stuff and. And the, the interesting thing was, and he sat down with me, and he goes, what is going to make you different? He said, mm. you know, you're going to go into the painting business, which everyone else is. What is going to make you different? And I go, ah, oh, you would have to ask that question. So <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, let me think about it. Let me get back to you, and, and, and I'll go. And, and, and so I, I really... Uh, went a few days and I thought about it and, and I go, okay, what is going to make me different than everyone else in the marketplace? What am I going to offer? How am I going to be different than everyone else? So I really took a look at, at what we were doing, you know, the past few years of buying houses mm-hmm. and how we were buying houses and why we were buying houses. And a lot of it stemmed around uh, why we were buying them so cheap because we were, we were offering 50 cents on a dollar. Wow. And because and it, it was not emotional, it was pure business. To them, it was emotional. And we bought houses, at, and that was our offer, 50 cents on a dollar. We'd either get the cash for them and, or, or we would do, which, and I don't know if you, I'm sure you can still do it, but I don't know, is we used to take them over subject to the existing mortgage. Right. You know, and we would give them a couple thousand dollars to get out of the house, and, and, we would, and then we'd fix it up, and we'd either lease option or sell it. And, mm. and so there was really not any, a whole lot of money involved in doing that. And, and then we had, uh, uh, we wholesale. But neither, neither here nor there is, I took a look at what, what were the negative effects of why we were buying houses from these people. And one of it was uh, people were not maintaining their homes. So right. So therefore that they were uh, low value. They weren't keeping them up. They weren't keeping them painted. They weren't keeping the outsides nice. They weren't keeping the insides nice. So I go, okay, so let me take all those negative things and let's turn them around to mm-hmm. a positive side and say, how can I help my customers, my past customers, my new customers uh, never have to worry about having an aha moment when they go to sell it? So okay. we started uh, maintenance programs where we'd go in and we would once a year we'd write a report for them these are some of the things that you might want to take a look at these are um, 
uh, you know, we can do it, or you can have someone else do it. Doesn't matter. And 90% of the time, they they do it. They have us do it. And mm-hmm. you know, we keep it painted. We keep it touched up. We just keep everything up so that if they wouldn't, there were no aha moments. Like you got to spend five thousand dollars to get this fixed because it looks like crud. Or, you know, you've got bad wood here. So every year we'd go back and we'd say, okay, this is what it looks like and this is what we could do or we could put it off till next year, however you want to do. So we, we came up with a basic package of pressure cleaning, touch-up, washing windows, and then any other maintenance items. And so um, I'm going, and, and the response I got was phenomenal. It was just oh, really yeah. was phenomenal because the only time that they had, that they, that they would take a discount as if they wanted to. They weren't being forced to, right? Because uh, they because they've done it incrementally over the years, kept the house up nice, and they were always ready to sell it if they wanted. Or, or they there are they are they were interested in maintaining their home and and keeping it up because they understood the principle of not spending a lot of money now, but a little bit over time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was pretty cool. And as time went on, it was kind of really just blew me away on how. Uh, smart I was not in the future in the past but how I got in the future because uh-huh. basically what had happened was I had taken a person who was repainting their house every 8 to 10 to 12 years right and I was having them spend a minimum of a thousand dollars a year so I, I I exponentially grew my lifetime value factor of that customer and they were more happy they were happier through that process than they were getting their house painted every 12 10 12 8 10 12 years yes yes that makes sense and and i'm going only if i was smarter before you know (laughs) (laughs) but you know and it's kind of interesting because basically we had set up a system where uh every and we would, and I would do it once a year. But I was thinking about you know doing it every quarter. But uh, the once a year f- was fine for for the people that I had. And I would send them, a, I would send them a, a postcard, or not a po- I would send them a card, a non postcard. And I would send them a card and say, hey, you know what? Uh, we have you scheduled for such and such a date uh, for your yearly maintenance. Here's a Starbucks card for ten dollars. Go to Starbucks, sit down, have a cup of coffee. And make me a list of anything else that you feel that is that might be necessary. Oh wow! Wow! And um, so they would go, okay. So uh, the thousand dollars would turn into. I think I have one customer that the thousand dollars turned in only one year out of ten that it was, he spent a thousand dollars. Every year it was more. Up to one year was almost four thousand dollars. Beautiful. And extra stuff. So, it was, it, it, it was. It's a great thing. And, and anybody who who can do this, you really need to really take a look at uh, doing it, creating that uh, income, because it. You how many less customers? Do you need? Because you know, in us guys in the painting business or in any business, it's a new customer, a new customer, a new customer. We have to resell, a new sell all the time but if we could keep them on a continuity income if we could schedule it so that it's uh once a quarter then your income comes in even in the slow season mm-hmm. it does you know and then and then it, when you're ready to sell your business now you've got 
you've got a business that will sell for more than a normal business because you have <laughs> continuity income coming in on a regular basis. I'm sure oh, you, you are so right. That, you know? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's, we started in, in doing that. And then I started the podcast probably about four and a half years ago. I have a, a guy that I was in, in a mastermind, another mastermind with. And he goes, Dave, you ought to start a podcast for marketing. Because, you know, when I had uh, sent, I had hired Pete years ago to do my to do my website and and well actually i hired him to do something else for me and he goes and he said send me all your stuff so i go okay so i sent him all my stuff and he goes he goes you i said i just printed out 500 pages of of your marketing stuff he goes why are you hiring me i said pete i said how long will it take you to get this done he goes 90 days i said I can do it in a year and a half. You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, so I mean, you got to be smart sometimes and just figure out what's what's the best. Because uh, I think a lot of times as contractors, we get hooked into the the thinking that I have to do it all myself. And right. uh, sometimes it's it, it may be expensive. I mean, it was expensive to uh, to hire Pete. I mean, I mean, well, he wasn't cheap. Let's put it that way. Sure. And and. Uh, uh, so it, it worked. I mean, he created a new website for me. It was a lead attraction website. And uh, so, and then Pete goes, well, why, why? He said, you ought to start a podcast. So let's go back to that. I said, okay. I said, um, are you crazy? And he goes, no, no, because he had just started one for, uh, um, it's, what was it called? Um, church, planner, per church Planner Podcast with, a fr with his pastor. So he goes, it's, okay. real, it's really easy. I'm going, okay. So I started it with with another contractor and thought it was and it was fun starting. I mean, it's been fun all all the way, but it was a lot harder than he had led me to believe it was going to be. And I'm sure you can attest to that. <laughs> oh, the water's fine. Come on in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just jump in. So I jumped sure. in. And uh, but the whole goal of the podcast and was to create content, to give content, bring people on the show that would help contractors realize the difference between good marketing and, and just bad advertising mm -hmm. and, and, and take it a step to, to stop copying people because most guys don't know what they're doing and just because it looks pretty doesn't mean it's going to work. Right, right. And uh, one of my, one of my uh, pet peeves is that uh, I, I firmly believe that, uh, and, there's, uh, and, and I'll test, it's not my thought, I forget who it is, but there's three, there's three parts to the sale and, and the sale is, is the before the sale there's the during the sale and then there's the after the sale hmm. and um, we mo we as business owners completely uh, miss the beginning part and and the the after the sale and and trust me the after the sale is the most profitable part of the transaction. And, and Can you I, go into that a little bit? Yeah, I will. Before the sale is when the customer is looking, when your potential client is looking, and um, they're looking for your service or looking for something that, that you that they want to do. It could be painting, it could be pressure cleaning, it could be anything. Mm -hmm. And and uh, you you are marketing, but you're it's you're marketing. Uh, uh, it's called. Uh, 
I'll call it brand advertising. We talked a little about this before. Me advertising. Mm-hmm. It's all about me. What can I do? I can I can paint the inside of your house. I can paint the outside of your house. I can paint your doors. We can pressure clean your house. We can make your roof look pretty. Um, and and so, but what does that do for the customer? Nothing. They already know you can do that. What's the big deal? Right. You know, it's like th- most most uh, websites are flyers. You know that, that that have been thrown out. Like you, well, guys will throw out you know their flyer for for in, in subdivisions and stuff. You know, for the mm-hmm. well, that's what most websites are. Our flyers. It's just it's just an electronic rendition of a flyer. And so, the I'm a firm believer in in um, having in direct marketing, direct response marketing, and that's where you have something like a, a free report a free download, a, uh, a consumer report, a consumer guide, so that when someone who is looking for, uh, you know, let's say, let, I'm going to say painting, because that's what I did, look for, for a painting contractor, and they're skimming through, everyone's going to Google now, so they're looking at websites, and on your website it says, uh, 10 questions you need to ask every painter before you let them on your property. Free right. report. So, you so if so that's like uh, like my friend Pete says that's the dog whistle to the to the person who is is actually looking because dog whistles are great for dogs and and but uh, free reports and 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 uh, marketing uh, consumer guides are the the dog whistle to people who are actually looking so. Once they click on that, they get their free report, then you can, and it could be done in various ways. It could be uh, electronic download. It could be an audio that they could just sit there and listen to if they call in. It could be mailed to them, however you want to do it, because they all work. Um, Mm. And so now what's happened is they've taken the bait, per se. Okay, yeah. And so now they're open for you to brand them on who you are and how you can help them and what you can do and what sets you apart because that's what they want to know they don't want to know if you can paint they already know you can paint because you've got the website you've got the business and you've got some google reviews but how are you going to do that for me you know uh you know one of my my favorite things is uh, you know on one of my reports is what's the difference between uh insured and properly insured Ooh, okay. And so, as a as a consumer, wouldn't you want to know that? Sure. Yes, I would. Yeah, yes. because most contractors are insured, but you know, there's some guys that and, and they don't even know it, so that's why they need to find out. Like general contractors, if they do plumbing work, they're not covered. The plumber, oh, you're right. The plumbers, yeah. So if you go in as a general contractor and you uh, and you do some plumbing and something leaks, you're on the hook for that bill and not, you know, personally because your insurance company because you're not covered. And, and the right. same thing for, for uh, you know, even as painters. There's some things that we're covered for. There's some things we're not covered for. So be aware and don't try to be the nice guy and, and fix things that, that are going to come back and bite you because who is it? Um, it's always always on the job site. I forget what his name is. Um, OSHA or no, no, the guy that's always not breaking things for you. Um, 
I can't think of it. Is that invisible guy that's always there? Oh, 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 um, shoot. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Sergeant somebody. Yeah, whatever it is, but everyone knows. And so, and so that's where we then. So we go from the the before the the before. You know, then we go through the during. And the during mm-hmm. is when they've raised their hand. That's the start of the during. You're they're leading into the process, and then they sign the contract, and then, you know, you go do the work for them, and hopefully that you've given them a great experience because, uh, you want to give them a great experience because, um, but most people drop the ball there. They never thank them. Uh, mm. They never mm. check with them to see how, how they how they did or how they could have done. And then there's the after, you know, bef- during, before, and after the sale. And after the sale is if you've treated your customer right and you've, you've wowed them. And I love that word wow because it's basically doing what others won't or don't uh, mm-hmm. to, to give them a- an experience. And, and it's a great experience. And the, the cool thing about the after is that you need to keep in touch with them forever ever it, it could be a newsletter it could be an email once in a while but uh, i'm a firm believer in in mail in the mail newsletter uh that they get every month or every six weeks the latest and it's just about fun stuff you know it just uh you know the one one of the ones i've got uh, i mean there's a there's an example on contractor secret weapon website of, of an example of a uh a newsletter that that i've used for years and it grabs their attention. It's fun, and and I never sell anything on that newsletter. How mm, okay. I, however, uh, I did some you know testing on on that uh, newsletter, and the fun part was that uh, one year I completely cut it out, uh, which was not very smart on mine. But I, I reactivated it and I tracked it the next year, and found out that for every dollar I spent on that newsletter, I got twenty one dollars and thirty seven cents return. What? Yes. And I never asked, and I never asked, uh, never ran a special, never asked for, you know, uh, you know, what can you have done now? It was just fun. And some of the fun things, like I have um, grandma's home revenues, and uh, I've got a, a, a word, word thing that you do, and recipes, and little cartoon, and a thank you for, uh, um, you know, people who referred us, people love to see their names in, uh, in, in, I say, print. And, and then uh, because we all have a tendency to get pigeonholed by our mm-hmm. customers. So if you are a painting contractor and you've done some drywall repair, that's all they think about you as, as drywall repair. Or right. you paint the outside, they never think about the inside because I've had people on me, they'll hire me for the outside and hire somebody else for the inside. It's kind of crazy. But it's, <laughs> it's, you know, I don't know, you know. Uh, so what I did was I created a little little box. Was um, it was the uh, customer of the month? What we did for them. Okay. So it was you know this month we uh, Bob and Sue Jones. We just wanted to you know we had the opportunity to help them beautify the inside of their home. We painted the inside so that now their home is their home. Their new home is their new home. Their cozy new home. And then, oh sure. Yeah, and then one month, you know, we would we did some roof cleaning, so we just put in there that, hey, Bob and, and Mary Atkins, we uh, went in and we we 
renewed the roof by cleaning it and giving it another five or six years of life expectancy, and we made their homeowners association happy. So see, every month we would put in something we did so we we would get out of that pigeonhole. Oh my gosh, I love that. And and so and so they look forward to that. So that's the before, the the during and the after. And trust me, it's the after the sale that will bring you in. Uh, your future profits. The during the sale is your now profits, but if you're in business for yourself, you want future profits. And if you wow them, uh, you give them great customer service, which customer service is, is starts from the time that you talk with them. It's not when they complain. That um, should be a whole department of how do we make things better instead of right. from the very beginning. Uh, then, then that customer is going to be a raving fan, and they're going to be your silent salesman, which you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's one of the things that, that, that we really, really uh, talk a lot about. Um, but that was it for, you know, and that's one of the reasons we did the podcast was that because most, I found out when I was talking with guys, and a lot of guys, well, I'm, how's business? I'm going, great. Why, how's business for you? Well, it's really slow. And I go, why is that? He goes, oh, well, what do you mean? Why is that? <laughs> no, nobody's buying. I said, well, why are my customers buying and yours aren't? He goes, that's a good question. I don't know. You know, and I go, well, I said, first of all, I, you know, I, there's some things that I do, but, but I expect my customers to spend a lot of money with me. You what? I said, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why would I do business with somebody that only wants to spend a little bit of money with me? I mean, I'll take their money, but. You know, and I and I always tell people. I said, listen. They say you're not, you're not, you're not cheap. And I go, that's not a question, is it? <laughs> and they go, well, yeah, no. I said, listen. I said I am not cheap. I said, but I'm not here to just paint your house. I am here to build. And I said, and I don't want all your money today. I said, I want it over the, the next 20 years. I said, I want to build a relationship with you that will, that I can team up with you and be your go-to guy to help you maintain the value of your home for, for, for as long as you want this home. Because uh, we've seen where people who use our services um, actually spend less in the long run because we help them uh, defer any aha moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, so we went after from that point that's really what ended up making that goes all the way back to make what, what makes you spe special and that's basically what we did and then started the podcast because we wanted to help contractors overcome some of the things that they were overcome that they didn't know how to overcome with the bad the bad marketing or bad advertising and uh, and just go from there because most most contractors are are and I think I don't know if well first of all most of them don't make any money because they're competing on price, but they don't, they're out of work a lot because they're, 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 they have a job and they don't market. And then they finish the job and then they go market. So you have to build, you have to build a funnel. You know, and everyone mm -hmm. talks about a sales funnel, but it's, it's something that's a pipeline. If you don't know what a funnel is, it's a pipeline. And, right. and, it's, and it's more than one way, you know, in order for it to work appropriately you have to have multiple ways of uh, connecting with people 
who have the potential to be uh, your client. And I, I was listening to a show one day, and, and uh, they, someone said, well, to this dentist, he goes, which way, what of, uh, way would you stop uh, marketing if you had to? And he said, I don't know, I've got 27 ways I market. He said, but I'll tell you one way that I would never, ever, never, ever stop. He said, okay. that is my newsletter. My really? He said, my newsletter brings me in ultimately – uh, it builds a corral around my present customers, and he says, and they give them away to their friends and, and family and stuff. He goes, it has been uh, probably the best, and I've heard that over and over and over again from from different different business owners. You know, if they if they had to give up everything for the marketing, that would be the one thing that they could not give up. I'll be darned. It's amazing. So do you build your own newsletter or do you buy I, one? Or? I, I actually, there are services out there. Um, and, uh, but I had, um, I had one and I built it uh, mm -hmm. from, then uh, I have my own template. And I, so I just slide stuff into it. I've got four or five different articles that I go through and, and I've got stuff that I can just interact back and forth and stuff like that. But there are places that you can, uh, get a monthly newsletter you can have it done for you and, and then send it out sure uh, matter of fact uh, i have uh, a friend who's uh, if you go to newsletter guru i think that's it newsletter guru uh jim palmer will come up and he has a done for you newsletter for every type of business every type of business and he can get you set up I may have to look into that. Jim Palmer? Yeah, Jim Palmer, the newsletter guru. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. We used to do a newsletter years ago, and we stopped. And yeah. I, I don't know why, but we yeah. did. Yeah. But it's amazing because people, I've gone into customers' houses, and they pull it out and say, I got all your recipes. Go, oh, no, I love it. Yeah, and I had one lady, I said, I was, I, one of my customers, I was really thinking about stopping the newsletter. She said, don't you stop it. I says, really? She goes, my husband's a doctor, and he loves your grandma's home remedies. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. I love it. I got like 150 grandma's home remedies, so I, I keep running them through. You know, I run 10, 10 a month, and I'll keep I'll running, be I'll run them through. But, yeah, it's just amazing that uh, the crazy stuff that people look forward to. Yeah. How interesting. Now, do you email this, or do you actually uh, I snail mail it. I, I mail it. You I, snail? I snail mail it every month, yeah. And uh, what it, it it's, it, um, doing it myself, if I, I it, it really doesn't take that long because I have my customer database. So there's, um, <sighs> click to mail, C-L-I-C-K to, I think it's the letter to mail.com. They're a provider for the provider for um, the USPS, and you can actually upload uh, the whole. Just I, I, what I do is I create my my newsletter. I, I create it. I turn it over to a PDF. I save it. I upload it. Then I upload my um, my mailing list, and I hit boom, and and it sends. Oh my gosh, that's wonderful. And it probably takes me total, uh, you know, between putting it together and, and mailing it out uh, maybe an hour and a half 
and I think my last time was in the 70 cent range. And I never have to touch it. 70 cents? Yeah, that is nothing. I know. And it's and, and because, you know, I, there are some businesses that really need to be top-notch and be glossy in color and, you know, uh, black and white. Mm -hmm. um, they give you three different color papers. They give you white. They give you uh, cream color and golden. Uh, so I just use the cream, and, and it's, it's, it's like a thank you note. <laughs> no one's doing it, so it doesn't matter what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you send this to your existing clients? I or? send it to my existing customers, and then uh, for for people that have I've done uh, decent sized estimates with, I'll put them on that mailing list too because they can call me anytime they want after that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So you know, what's it? If I if I spent uh, you know. Eight dollars a year on on a customer, on a potential customer, and mm -hmm. my return is my average. Let's say my average exterior painting is like four thousand dollars. How long do I send it before? I mean, I could send it for if I know he got painted this year, but in, in eight years, my name's going to come up. I mean, I'm still going to make a profit. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, you're you're staking out. You're uh, who's that guy? That real estate guy. Um, Tommy Hopkins, you are farming. Yes, you're yeah. identifying a market, and you're farming that market, yeah, and you're I've, top of mind. Yeah, I've had him out as a guest. He's a fun guy. Oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah, he's. A fun I've guy. been to a couple of his, his seminars back yeah. in the '70s, and he was just great. Yeah, yeah that is excellent. Fun guy. Well, just this right here. I mean, just a newsletter is phenomenal, and I can see how if contractors did just that. It's, it's, it's a, mm -hmm. yeah, I know it's crazy. Yeah, I, I have a brother-in-law that's a uh, as a plumbing contractor. So I got like, I, he said I got like three thousand people on on my email news list. I said, so what does that do for you? He goes, what do you mean? And I said, why don't you send a newsletter? So he goes, well, first of all, he said, I don't have I don't have all their emails. I go, well, uh, with the open rate of eight to twelve percent. Why would you even take the time to write a newsletter for your 3,000, if you had 3,000 people on your, your list? I said, you could. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But sure. why, don't, why don't you take your, go through and sift out, you know, data mine your, your customers and see who has spent the most with you in the last two years and put right. them on a mailing newsletter. Right. You know. Right. And then you won't have to. I'm telling you, the, it's kind of funny. I can tell it's, after I send up the lizard, it takes about two weeks. Then I'll mm -hmm. start getting calls. People call. You know, I've been thinking about calling you, and I've just been putting off, putting it off. But I got your newsletter last week, and I just, it's here in front of me, so I called you. <laughs> oh, Dave, I love it. You know, so it's, 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 it's a silent way of, of asking for business without asking for business. No, it's a beautiful way to do it. Yeah. It's wonderful. And, you know, I, I can tell you, we had uh, several plumbing and repair businesses in the uh, 90s. And it's funny how you started doing that. But we sent a flyer. This is the old days. So we'd print flyers up about 2,000 at a time. And we would had a, a machine that would fold them. And then we just put a stamp on it right. and a uh, simple um, label using our old program called ACT. This is back, you know, a long time ago. And you're right. We would send it out like you know, once a month or once every other month. 
And it was, you're right, it's so funny. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about this, and I'm kicking myself. We haven't done it for our accounting business. But um, that very thing happened. People would call up, hey, you know, I was thinking about replacing the faucet or upgrading a shower valve or something like that. And I was going to call you, and, oh, Dave. But this this concept works for painters, works oh, for plumbers. Everybody. Every contractor yeah. out there can use this. And, and, and if wow. You, and if you want to, if you really want to, to test the waters mm -hmm. without doing a newsletter, just write a, right now, all you guys that are listening, uh, mm -hmm. to see how well it'll work, just write a thank you letter. Just say, I just, you know, I've been thinking about this. I know it's the beginning of the new year, and I just wanted to thank you personally for doing business with us and supporting our business and just want, just want to thank you for doing that. And uh, you can put some other stuff in there. But uh, don't ask for business. Don't ask for anything. Just just do it as a thank you, and, and I'll guarantee you'll get calls off of it. Wow. Wow. Because wow. Customers, people want to be remembered. They, you know, it's, and that's that's one of the reasons that, that most customers uh, that we lose customers because they feel like they've been neglected some way. Right. Right. Oh, you are so right, and and we're guilty of that, like everybody else. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. Admit we to that. Yeah, we all mm -hmm. go through it. Yeah. Yeah, just a simple recognition can be so powerful. Wow, that is powerful. I am loving this. <laughs> I can hear you writing. <laughs> oh, can you really? <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I got a, a pad. I usually carry a pad of two D pads of post-it notes. Yeah. You know, so I make these little notes here and there, and I've got about 20 of them filled up right now, <laughs> which I think is a record. I've interviewed a lot of people, good people, but, uh, you know, usually like two or three. But, uh, wow, you have struck a nerve because this is all it, – it's funny, Dave. There was uh, – I, I tell you what, just a segue. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite authors of all times was a preacher who wrote a book – and the essence of his book was, there is nothing new under the sun. No. And he described the events of his time. And I read that book occasionally, even now, and I think, wow, he's running today. Uh -huh. there, there's nothing new under the sun. And so I'm, I'm listening to you. I'm thinking, what? This is stuff we did. Yeah. Why aren't yeah. we doing it now? And it's, and it's kind of funny on how, and, and we all do it. We all get, we, we all go through the basics of, of starting and running our businesses, and then we have a tendency to get sophisticated and forget about, you know, the things that actually got us to where we are. And mm -hmm. because we're always, because there's always something, there's always that new and shiny thing coming out. Like there's that, okay, there's Facebook, there's oh, Google, yeah. there's AdWords, there's, mm -hmm. um, but a lot of, sometimes you just have to stop and think about and go back to the basics. Yes. Like we thought, uh, again, going back to the simple stuff. Oh, that is so true. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that a lot of contractors who are listening to this because um, marketing is the most important thing of any business. And you've identified some wonderful, wonderful techniques that if contractors listen to this, if you just do the thank you letter. Oh, yeah. Or the newsletter. Okay. And, and Dave, you've covered some great stuff, but if they just do one or the other of those things, um, their business cannot help but grow. And you are so right. 
you know, a website is, is good to have. Um, all things that are old are made new. And so it's funny because I was reading some stuff from Dan Kennedy, who was a, 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 mark, a, a male marketing guru for oh, years. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite you know, authors, yeah. Oh, I, you know, I've been to a couple of his seminars, him and, um, and Jabraham, his oh, little yeah. weekend seminars. Well, they're a little spendy. Yeah. Okay. But it's funny because I was reading some stuff on Dan Kennedy's site, and he's talking about direct mail hasn't died because oh, so many know. people have stopped doing it. Okay, and then I'm sitting here looking at the situation here, and I'm, when you've mentioned that the newsletter, I kind of, kind of winced. I'm thinking, oh yeah, that was pretty painful. I had to do all those labels and whatnot. But then you're saying you can do a PDF, send it off, and get it done for seventy cents. Oh my gosh! And here's the cool thing, mm-hmm. and and this has just been a running joke of mine, but and it, but it's kind of funny because the way the the newsletter comes um, mm-hmm. from the post office is that it's folded, and they know they see you so my you know how everyone op- I, I my <laughs> and this is and I, I know this is really not true but my whole fun part was that you know what at least they remem- remember me uh, on the way to the garbage pail when they're sorting out their mail <laughs> <laughs> the a file b file yeah but they but it. they open it because it already comes opened it doesn't come in an envelope oh, see it's just okay. folded and tabbed sure so, so, you know, I if you go to my if you go to my uh, website and there's a podcast that how to get a hundred percent open rate on your newsletter. Wow. And and we and actually we talk. Uh, it's an interview with Jim Palmer, and uh, so you can connect with you know his thing there. But the only way you're going to get a hundred percent open rate is to physically mail it to them in a way that it comes open and if it's open like if it comes in a clear cellophane or it comes like trifold where it's just tabbed they know who it's from so they're going to go all right let me see what dave's got because it's four pages really it's simple yeah it could be two pages it could be you know one sheet or but i've got mine set up where it's it's um actually it's 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 actually it's considered four pages but it's two sheets back mm-hmm. back and front and never here's the one one thing guys that that's a killer for a newsletter is never put a special in it on the newsletter itself no say never say well we're running a discount because that's invading it's kind of weird it's a psychological thing it invades the fun part of the newsletter really yeah however if you and i've tried it if you uh create a third page that is strictly a flyer or however you want to do it you know a, a, a special a spring special or something like that that is acceptable because it's not part of it's physically not part of the newsletter it's a completely whole apart separate page weird isn't it it is weird but it makes sense yeah it makes total sense yeah. i like that yeah it's really weird but it's cool it's fun and it works and it, and it probably works uh, the key is as part that is that newsletter is part of the after the sale. Mm, mm, okay, okay. All right, now that makes sense. Yeah, because you're always keeping in touch with them. You're always keeping up with them. It's, you know, and you can do other things if you want. You know, um, I, you know, I've 
uh, every once in a while I'll take my top customers and I'll and I'll send them uh, you know a gift it could be brownies or something like that and, it, and it'll be around a weird holiday not Christmas or Thanksgiving like I did one day one time I did St. Patty's Day but there's uh, there's a weird and wacky holiday calendar you can go through uh, one time I had buttons made up uh, because it's not my fault day and I had buttons. <laughs> I had buttons made up, and, and I was pat, I was giving them out. You know, it's not my fault day. You know, <laughs> so you just have to. You just gotta have fun. It's, it's basically, yeah, I think we get so wound tight about how business should run that the people are looking for uh, experience, they're looking for fun because they can, they can do business with anybody. But why do they want to do business with you? Right. Right. Boy, that is that is powerful right there in itself. I like that idea of the button and the weird and wacky. That that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you can have fun with that. Just once a quarter, send some stuff out. You know, um, yeah. There's all mm-hmm. kinds. Of, it's like it's popcorn day, or it's favorite ice cream month, whatever the case may be. There's all kinds of weird ones in there that you can have a lot of fun with. Oh, I like that. That is really powerful. That is good. That is really good. Well, Dave, I tell you what, this has been fantastic. Um, I really appreciate your coming on the show. Oh, it's been fun. And and I, I look forward to uh, keeping in contact with you. So let me ask you a question. Is um, A lot of contractors, I'm sure, listen to this, this podcast, would love to be able to connect with you. Can you tell the listeners how they can contact you? Sure. Um, you can, my, my email is info at contractorssecretweapon.com. Mm-hmm. That'll go directly to me, and okay. I have uh, go to the the, the website uh, www.contractorssecretweapon.com, and mm-hmm. uh, you can take a look at our, our podcast. Some of the things we've got like 200 and some odd episodes that you can scroll through, get some ideas from. There's some free stuff on there, and then if you go to the very front of the page, it's got a free report. Uh, four hot marketing strategies that can flood your business with customers and I know that contractors are busy and they don't necessarily want to read so I created an audiobook oh okay so you can okay download it and then and then I'll and then there'll be a follow-up email where we'll send you the PDF too but just so that you can have a download you can listen to us and then then I download a, a book and a workbook that goes along with that Excellent, excellent. I got a question for you. Sure. Um, we're going to put together an article, or maybe you're going to write one for us. But uh, can I include a link to that download that people can go right to your download from the um, the article? Uh, yeah, actually, if you just put um, the if you put in uh, com, that's pretty much the first thing that comes up. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, for that, okay. Yeah. Oh, I see right here. Look on your website right now. That's perfect. People would love that. Contractors would love that. Yeah. And it's great for every business. It's the same. People are people. Businesses are businesses. You know, everyone says, well, my business is different. It's not. No, it, it really isn't. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It, it isn't. You know, it's funny because uh, we specialize just in contractors and construction people. But we actually have a lot of other businesses that are not contractors. We have a few authors and some book uh, writers and so some car repair places and uh, other. And it's really kind of funny because they'll call up and talk to Sherry and say, "Well, we're not a contractor. Can you help us?" 
And Sherry said, well, I doubt it because Randall's pretty stubborn about just contractors. <laughs> and what's funny is she'll talk to them and they'll make a case and then she'll say, okay, I'll see what I can do. And that's code for we're going to take care of you whether he likes it or not. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, and, and you're right. It's amazing. We have a couple of uh, companies that do computer repair and this sort of thing. Um, and the, you know what the difference is between a computer technician um, a car mechanic, a plumber, and a painter, nothing. Yeah, I was going to say, just what they do, that's it. That's it. You're yeah. right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So, yes, this this would work for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no question about it. Well, Dave, this has been an absolute pleasure, and I really appreciate uh, the time that you spent with us. And uh, I hope a lot of contractors listen to this podcast and read the article and, and get a lot of value and hopefully contact you. And, and uh, I'm going to put a plug in for everybody. Um, I hope you find a way to continue helping contractors because you are a tremendous resource. Thanks. I appreciate it. It's been lots of fun talking with you. It's been a blast. Great. Thanks, Dave. All right. Bye. Super. We'll talk to you later. Bye okay. for now. All right. Bye-bye. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on how to turn your contracting company into a process-dependent cash cow. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Contractor Success Map. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a five-star rating and review here on iTunes. And make sure to head over to www.contractorsuccessmap.com to subscribe to receive the latest articles and special offers. If you'd like to discuss your business strategy, simply click on the button labeled Strategy Session. And the best part, it's all free just for you.